Hello there, everybody. My name is Brian. And I'm Brian. And this is Brian versus Brian, episode 62, uh, The Many Saints of Newark. A Sopranos story. <laughs> I hate those little those little after yeah. title bits, but a Sopranos tale. <laughs> a Sopranos tale. <laughs> uh yeah. 2021. Uh mutual release, HBO Max, theaters, uh, obviously prequel to the Sopranos. Uh spoiler alert, I didn't watch the Sopranos, so I'm going into this just so this is just a movie to me. Uh, you've seen The Sopranos, so I'm sure it takes on a, a bit of a different meaning for you. Uh, first of all, right off the bat, this movie did terribly. It, what, five million opening weekend? Yeah, that's uh, pretty ooh. rough. Yeah. So five million? Damn, could have made more standing on a corner with a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> like, dang, bro, that sucks. That's typically uh, pretty, they, pretty, you know, standard for spinoff movies or like prequel to shows. I don't know. I feel like they never really do very well when they do. Yeah, but <clears throat> fuck five million, even in the uh, COVID times, it just seems yeah. drastically low. Um, which is a shame because I thought this was pretty good coming from a just a standalone. I had no prior reference. I've seen a couple scenes of Sopranos and Jesse's watching it. But I've never really watched it. Um, so what I didn't like, first off, I don't know who directed this. Who directed this? Uh, Alan Taylor. The, and then it's written by the guy who did the whole show, right? Yeah. Going back. Yeah. Okay. What I didn't like was uh, the old bait and switch, dude. This was a, this was a catfish movie, totally. It's like all the trailers I've seen is all pictures of Gandolfini's son mm, and you think yeah. I was totally coming into this thinking it was going to be like about him <laughs> and his yeah. rise to power it's not about him at all no he's barely in it he's a kid during freaking uh, a third of it yeah I'd say like probably yeah close to half he's just a little boy yeah. <clears throat> I was like what the hell's going on and then he finally got older I was like okay now the story's going to shift Cause they kept showing him and showing him and uh, yeah, nothing really. He doesn't do much. He doesn't say much. I didn't yeah. think he was that great. I mean, obviously he looks like his dad, so that's good continuity uh, bringing it into the Sopranos, but he didn't ha really have any lines that I remember. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a tough uh, line to walk, right? Cause I don't think he's ever acted before. And so you don't want to give him a heavy dialogue role yeah. because it, the you know it'll start to show that he's never acted so i thought what they did with him was pretty good given that he's not an actor he, i mean he's he kind of shows up you know every now and again has a couple lines but um yeah like you said he's not really part of the main he's not the main character of the movie she's not even close uh yeah. <clears throat> i i thought he did okay for never acting like yeah yeah you know i wouldn't be like that guy's never acted before mm -hmm. uh but yeah he didn't have much to do just kind of like a weird childlike wonder and everything he does. Oh, hey, uncle. Uh, he's just yeah. like he's a, very innocent. Yeah. Yeah. I don't picture Soprano being like that, but uh, or that innocent, you know. Sure. Like, he's pretty doe-eyed. Oh, wow. Crime? What? <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> um. But yeah, that's about the only thing I didn't like was kind of the bait and switch of 
making people think it's all about that when it really wasn't at all. But the real story of uh, Uncle Dick, mm-hmm. Dicky, Dicky, Maltasanti, cool, man, pretty dope. This this character is pretty sweet. I like this guy. I was like, he was pretty, he's a pretty slick operator. I like him. <laughs> I don't know if they speak about him much in the show or what. Um. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely brought up. He, um, he's always been referred to as like, you know, this fucking legend of the neighborhood and this this uh, some of the that Tony's always looked up to, like his hero, his mentor. Um, obviously, for reasons you don't meet, you never meet him through a flashback or anything. This is the first time we've ever been um, introduced to him. So, I mean, that alone is pretty fan servicey. Um, if you're going to go back and do a a Sopranos prequel movie, you know, doing it with Dickies is kind of a good move. And the movie looked great. Uh, Period piece, 60s, 70s, and um, all the sets and stuff and cars looked really great. Unlike, Mm -hmm. I kept thinking of uh, the Irishman Mm -hmm. and how everything looked pretty fake and CG. This looks pretty real. If it was CG, man, it's much better. Because uh, I, all these look like real storefronts and, you know, building facades that they built. Uh, it looked good. Yeah, it seems like they shot a lot of it on location. I imagine there's, I've never been to Jersey, but I imagine a lot of those neighborhoods kind of <laughs> look the same as it's they like, did. It's like it's straight up by the 70s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it's kind of about the, his rise or, uh, you know, and the, the kind of war they had with the, black gangs uh specific black gang i forget what they were called or like the saints or something yeah i don't remember what they're called but uh that was pretty cool they kind of make you they make me hated that character who worked for him and then turned against him and oh yeah harold yeah i was like, I was like yeah harold you bastard harold <laughs> i like his story a lot i liked his character um and he's actually new he's never mentioned he's not in sopranos he's never mentioned the sopranos so harold is a completely new character um and i was kind of conflicted on that because on one hand i liked it i liked his story i liked him running for uh dicky but then him kind of having this other calling and like activism and going off and doing that uh, i like that story but by the time the credits rolled, I was kind of like, what was the point of all that? Because at some point, like that story, that plot line kind of hits a peak um, with kind of a shootout. And then Harold just kind of disappears for the last half of the movie. And then you cut back to him in like a mid credit scene. So I was just like, what What was the point of Harold's? And I don't know. I was talking to Sarah about it. And she was kind of thinking maybe it could be set up. Maybe he's going to get his own show. Maybe he's going to continue this kind of soprano thing, but it remains to be seen, but I don't know as much as I like that storyline. I just kind of walked away with like, what the fuck was the point of all that? Yeah. I didn't quite understand the, the end of the shootout either. Did he, did he leave to let Dickie live or what? I didn't quite understand it when he looks in the hole. Yeah. Like you're there to kill him. Why didn't you do it? (laughs) Make us maybe got cold feet in the last second, but no idea. And then, you know, you do hear sirens. So you're like, okay, maybe he's getting out of there, but yeah. what's one more shot? You're already, you know, we're already, already here. Right. Uh, so that was kind of weird. Uh, Ray Liotta. 
Yeah. <laughs> Got to be in everything, Jesus. He's I so liked great. him as I liked him as Hollywood Dick. Mm-hmm. Or is, was that that was his name, right? Uh, I didn't yeah. like him as the the freaking twin brother. They pull the twin brother gag. Yeah. <laughs> I'm go- after he after he dies, it goes. I'm gonna go see his brother. And then he I'm like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> the old two Ray Liotta gag. <laughs> Did you ever go for it? <laughs> Shaves his head, shaves his head, and talks a little different. Yeah, I'm not Ray Liotta. I'm a, you know, it's twin. Yeah, I like I'm jazz. <laughs> yeah, how can I? How can I be him? I know when I'm me, and I'm in fucking prison over here. Hey. I was like, oh no. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but I really don't like it when they do that. The old yeah. I I, I thought guy. he did pretty well. I thought he did a pretty good dual role. I thought they were too. They were different enough, but they were it, pretty still different. Kind of like, yeah. It was still kind of weird, and especially because, you know, when when Dickie's smashing his father's head into a steering wheel over and over, and then like kind of stops, I was like, yeah. oh, he's not dead. And the reason why I thought yeah. that is because I've seen the trailer, and I know the trailer opens with Dickie at prison talking to Ray, Ray Liotta, and that scene hadn't happened yet. So I'm like, oh, he's gonna like gasp or something. And then the scene yeah. kind of keeps going. He's like dragging his body, and I'm like. Is he gonna wake up? I'm kind of confused about this. They cut the whole prison scene out, and then he sets them on fire, and I'm like, okay, now I'm very confused. And then, yeah, when they finally yeah. show it's a twin brother, I'm like, oh, okay. And then it's like, you don't have how many fucking people know twins? You don't. They don't <laughs> exist. All right, they're few and far between. I met very few twins in my life. Okay. And if you do meet a few twins, trust me, you only know one of them. You're not yeah. buddies with both of them. It's not a- <laughs> <laughs> you got to pick one. It's like a marriage. <laughs> yeah. You don't get both. Yeah. The twins fucking don't want to be around each other. They hate each other. Mm-hmm. They don't want the same friends. They don't want the same group. <laughs> they want to be independent. They're like, so, they're like enemies out the fucking gate. So I don't know what the deal is with movies and like, as one guy playing twin brothers is like nobody's ever met a pair of twin brothers they're not <laughs> they're in it's a movie it's a it's a fushigi it's a you know fairy, fairy dust, dust. <laughs> <laughs> the only movie that can do that is if it has van damme when it's that it's yeah. it's all gravy two van dams are better yeah. than one if they weren't separated at birth and raised by two different families they're not twins <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that the Ray Liotta thing. It was he. It was pretty different. Um, well, I like, I like uh, the fact. I know. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But uh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of a nice bridge, though, because in the Sopranos show, uh, Tony's therapist is played by Lorraine Bracco, who was Henry Hill's wife in Goodfellas, or Ray Liotta's wife in Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. And so in this movie, Ray Liotta kind of plays the therapist character for Dickie, in a sense. And so it's kind of cool that Ray Liotta comes in to play. Uh, Lorraine Bracco's kind of role. It's kind of a cool little switch, but so from like a fan servicey thing, it was kind of neat. Yeah, I like he, he's the one putting together all this shit. Too. So much tragedy around your life. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get you want to you want a real good present to give your to give Tony. Stay out of his life forever. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to your gabagool? Your uh, your girlfriend? Yeah. Oh, uh, she. She died. <laughs> Pneumonia. Oh. You can just, t- <laughs> just tell. It's like, and then he says some kind of line like, hey, don't listen to me. I'm just a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> no, knowing, 
knowing that, yeah, I know you're a fucking murderer too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A lot of people in your life keep dying, seems like. <laughs> yeah, that ain't jazz. <laughs> Take, Take it, it back. back. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> Can't afford this one the fun too. Pack. <laughs> Take <Yeah>. it back. <laughs> what is this? Huey Lewis? Take it back. Uh, so that stuff was pretty cool. I really like the Dickie character, and when you think about it, I was thinking about it afterwards. He's super unlikable. Just murders those people for no, you know, murders his dad. Not very good reason. Super brutally yeah. murders his girlfriend. Nah, not that great of a reason. It's, it's pretty brutally. That was a pretty cool scene. It's pretty drowns her, yeah. and then he almost gets <clears> taken <throat> out, and like has to save himself from drowning. And you kind of see her body get just kind of rushed out mm -hmm. i thought for a second he was gonna like because he looked like he kind of regretted it. i thought he was gonna go out there and try and like save her yeah but no <laughs> <laughs> yeah he uh, um i don't know it's tough he yeah i thought he was pretty good i thought that you know i would have really loved for this to have been like a seven eight episode miniseries to kind of flesh him out a little more because like he has talked about in the Sopranos and to like truncate his story into two hours, it would just would have been cooler to see it, you know, a little longer and a little more of his life and him doing more things with Tony. And um, so I don't know, at the end of the day, when, like especially if you compare Dickie to Tony, like it's like night and day. Like Tony, I think, is a far superior character. Just he's well written. He's layered and there's a lot going on with Tony where Dickie just kind of seems like generic gangster dude. Um so yeah, I don't know. I just maybe I think I would have preferred this to have been kind of a longer storyline than just two hours. Yeah, uh, that goes by fast. So it was pretty action packed. Always yeah. something cool happening on screen. Because uh, the next thing I knew, it was over. Credits roll. I was like, oh man, it's over. Dang. Yeah, it probably has one of the most violent kind of gangster scenes I've seen in a while, which is someone takes um like the tire, uh, the fucking, the nut gun thing. I don't know what you call it, but yeah, sticks in some guy's mouth and fucking <laughs> drills his fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. That was pretty, yeah, that was pretty brutal. Talking that shit till that comes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and twist, twist his teeth up and you yeah. see all the teeth and bits fly out. Ooh. And then, uh, <clears throat> And he tries, and he gets up, and he gets killed. Uh, that one guy was super weird. I, I love the guy who kills him. It has the toupee. Yeah, oh, Silvio. He's like flying yeah. over. He's like, oh, man. He got a really weird accent. That guy was pretty funny. Yeah, I got to say, everyone that they cast for the younger versions of the Sopranos characters were fucking spot on. Like, all of them are really good. I mean, some of the characters you just you see in the scene, and you're like, you already know who it is. Like, oh, that's fucking Polly, and that's, uh, you know, Silvio. So I thought they did a really good job of uh, mimicking these other actors from The Sopranos. I thought it was kind of strange to have Dickie's son narrate the movie. Because he's like, dead. Kind of a, well, because <laughs> he's starters. dead and because he has nothing to do with this story. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, him and Tony have a really, really like almost a similar bond. Well, maybe not a similar bond because Dickie and uh, Tony didn't have a lot of time together. But Tony and 
and Christopher are very close in The Sopranos. Um, they're like father and son type of deal. So it kind of makes sense a little bit. I know this story isn't really about Tony or Christopher at all. He's a baby. They show him like at once. And yeah. then, uh, you know, he'll choke me to death later, but that's much later. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you? You got nothing to do with this shit. Tony yeah. barely has anything to do with this shit. Uh, yeah, so I thought that was kind of strange. Just a way to get him in there, I guess. Right. Another callback. Yeah. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Mom still nagging and being a biatch. <laughs> I love the that. mom stuff was fucking great, dude. <laughs> I like the mom a lot. Um, it's it's cool to like because so I watched. We were kind of recording a little later than normal today, and so um, there's no Seahawks today. I kind of had some time to kill this morning. And I went back and watched the first few episodes of Sopranos. It's been a while. I should note that I have seen the Sopranos, but it's been like many, many, many years since I watched it in its entirety. So some of the stuff um, uh, I don't, I can't recall. But it was cool to see what's her name, Vera Farminga, the the gal from Conjuring. Um, her playing Livia because she's almost doing. Uh, well, actually, I don't even say almost. She's basically doing a Carmela impression, and Carmela is Tony's wife. So it's kind of cool to see, like, they're, I think they're kind of saying that like, Tony married his, his mom in a way. So I thought that was kind of a neat little um, little nod. Um, he did look like Tony's wife. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, just some of their, because they, they, the Sopranos is, a lot of it is about him and his mom and like their fucking awful relationship. So it was kind of cool to see some of the early pieces of that. Yeah, like there's this moment a, where they, yeah, his mom's crazy. Mom's an asshole. Like Tony convinces Dickie to try and help his mom because she needs like antidepressants or something, but she she'll never take any drugs. And so he gives him the the flyer of the like pills. Uh, then he's killed, and then at the funeral, that the mom's like, yeah, and they had the those pills in his pocket. Oh, it just shows you never know about someone. <laughs> He's just trashing him <laughs> after he's dead when he was trying to help her. Yeah. Well, it's fucked up because in the show they they say that he's a drug. He was a drug addict, and like that's kind of one of uh, Christopher's thing is like, well, my dad was a drug addict, and because he kind of goes into drugs later on in, in the series. But really, we kind of find out that he wasn't. He was just trying to do a good thing for Tony. Yeah. <clears throat> and. Well, you were going to mention the, uh, the 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 eating scene. Is that where you were going to mention about the mom? Oh no, I was going to mention. I was just going to say like they they do a good job of like building the their kind of almost hate for each other. But there's a scene where he's getting called into his principal's office, and he kind of recalls this um, moment with his mom, and then his mom gets brought in, and then. Um, she kind of realizes like, Oh, I maybe haven't been the best mom to Tony. And so she tries to set up this kind of, you know, nice breakfast for him and she's being really nice. And then that immediately (laughs) changes very quickly and it becomes a hostile thing just like it does in the show. Like he, like there's a lot of times in the show where he tries to do something nice for his mom and his mom and Tony, get out of (laughs) here. So it's kind of cool to see that early um, beginnings of that kind of toxic yeah. relationship. <clears throat> whoop, whoop. Yeah, so that's 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 what I got about this one, really. 
Uh, I liked it. That was pretty good. Just as a outsider, having no reference, just as a gangster movie, I thought it was a good gangster movie. Uh, I liked all the 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 writing and you know the dialogue between gangsters. That's really what makes these gangster movies. It's like how believable the crew is and their friendships mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Oh, before we kind of wrap it up, I that that the guy. Um, Dickie's brother, right? Um, he's in the show, right? That's the same actor, isn't it? Dickie's brother. The one who's bald and wears the glasses and it hurts his back. Is I don't know if it's his brother, but it's no, somehow it's, related. Yeah, they're like well through marriage well, or something. That's Tony's dad's brother. So that's Tony's uncle. And Dickie. Who the fuck is Dickie to Tony? I don't know, like cousins or something. Because Christopher is Christopher is Tony's no, cousin. Dick, Dickie was his uncle, but I think it was through marriage. I think it was his mm. dad's wife is like his sister. Okay. You know what I mean, and then that, that's another strange thing. Tony's dad is John Burtonall. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's the Punisher. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> I always love when that guy shows up. Especially when I don't know he's in a movie. I'm like, yeah, it's John Burtonall. And he's the like least badass of anyone in the movie. Mm-hmm. This is, it was just weird for him. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, but that guy who ends up, uh, you know, killing Dicky. I fucking hated that guy. I was at the, the, and they find that out when he goes and answers the phone, and it's done. And I was like, "You fucking rat, fink, <laughs> dude! You fucking rat!" <laughs> that fucking scene is huge because. And I think it's like season five or something. Like we never know what happened to Dickie, right? And there's a scene, Tony drives Christopher to this guy's house. And he's like, inside that house, there's a fucking corrupt cop who killed your dad over some stupid ass feud. So here's my gift to you is go kill this guy. So Christopher goes in there and some things happen. And so I think Christopher tries to get like a confession out of him. And the cop's like, I don't know who told you that, but I did not kill your dad. Like, sorry, but that didn't happen. And Christopher kind of just kills him anyway. So as an audience, you were never really do. You, do we believe the cop? I think I've don't? actually seen that scene. Yeah, and it's so weird. it was never really revealed of how Dickie. We just knew that he got shot outside of his house, and so when it reveals his uncle Junior, and yes, Uncle Junior is very much in the Sopranos. He's like a fucking pipsqueak. Is old it that man. the same actor though? No, he's much no? older in the show. No. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. But um, he's just like this insecure fucking piece of shit old man and so when you find out it's uncle junior you're like ah it makes sense that fucking little rat bastard (laughs) yeah it was fucking rat because he fucking laughed at him when he fell (laughs) (laughs) he's like that fucking rat bitch dicky like you act like he pushed you you didn't do it you felt you tripped (laughs) but he laughed Well, there's more. There was like there's stuff like I think when uh, when his brother John John Bernthal gets out of out of jail or whatever, and John's like, "How could you let all this shit happen? Look at fucking Dicky. All this he did all these things. He ain't hear him bitching." So there's a lot of like resentment towards towards Dicky because people like Dicky more than um, more oh, than fuck, Uncle that's Junior. A, that's, crazy. that's a stupid way to kill a fucking person. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, because you think it's gonna be with Harold. Yeah, yeah. That's where I thought the whole thing was kind of leading up to and then when it wasn't Harold, I was like, oh well the fuck with the point was Harold then. But yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Good shit. Yeah, that's a crazy. <clears throat> All right, but uh 
the many saints of Newark. I'm going to give this, uh, Six point nine out of ten gabagools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was kind of leaning on a solid seven. I think it's uh, pretty good. I think as a standalone, it's it's nowhere near the greats of the gangster genre. But um, yeah, I think you know this movie kind of needed to do two things, right? It needed to to make the fans, hardcore fans of the Sopranos, happy, which I think they they nailed that part of it. And then the other part is they needed to make a compelling, you know, gangster drama in itself. I don't think they knocked it out of the park, but I think they made a pretty entertaining one. Um, yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I'm at 6.9. I think I would raise that if I had a history with the Sopranos. So I think a seven to 7.5 would be appropriate. If you like these characters and know these characters, it might mean more to you, but even without knowing anything, it was still pretty good. Pretty good standalone. <clears throat> so yeah, go check it out. HBO and uh, in theaters, if you would, because they could use your money. Oh. <laughs> Five million and ten dollars. I did my part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> put that with the rest, Johnny. <laughs> Go ahead, put that with the rest, baby. <laughs> Don't you dare movie pass this, bastard. <laughs> you pay for that popcorn. Yep. <laughs> Don't bring no candy. Nothing. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Um, so please join us, uh, listen to the podcast on Spotify or Apple. Um, also, as always, we have the videos here on YouTube. Um, please join us next week. We're going to do The Shining. Just a little October time to do another horror movie, we thought. And, you know, don't get much better than The Shining. So, mm -hmm. you know, it'll be another fun one I want to do sometime. The Thing. Oh yeah, for sure. And then maybe, and maybe the remake too, because I yeah. think the remake gets some. Or it's not a remake; it's a prequel, but it's kind of a remake. I think that gets a lot of unjust hate, and I loved it. I think it's a it works really great as a go along piece. So that's another uh, earwig in your ear. Maybe those. Yeah, that'd be fun. Oh, yeah. I, was, I was thinking about the thing because uh, I don't know if you're a fan of Red Letter Media, but they've been doing a uh, run now. Um, they're kind of ranking all John Carpenter movies. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I would love to fucking watch the thing again. It's been a while. Yeah. I like those guys. Sometimes it's hit or miss, like gets into some very talky stuff, but mm -hmm. overall it's, I like their content. Yeah. <clears throat> the hack, the movies. And, is that what it's called? Uh, the, yeah, they have three, no, they have best of the worst, movie. which I don't really watch. They just like review really, 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 really shitty movies. And then they have half in the bag, which is like, that's yeah, the one I'm thinking yeah. about. And then they do they reviews. Just sit there, half in the bag. So good. They try to cut, they try to make some like skits in it. Sometimes it's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. That and the other guys. I remember. Cinemasker guys. Mm. Yeah. So uh pow, 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 pow. shiny. Check it out. Uh next week. Join us as always. We enjoyed having you. Please check out the Saints of Newark and see if you agree or disagree. Uh do you like the Sopranos or you're not a Sopranos person? And I don't think it really matters because this is gonna be pretty enjoyable either way. Mm -hmm. So uh thanks for joining us. As always. Double salute. Yeah. Salute. Till next time. Peace. Peace.